everyone. Welcome back to Parchcore Combos. I'm Maddie Mitchell and this is my podcast. What do I say? What's the thing that I say? I literally have sat down to record this like 12 times and I can't. Hi everyone. Welcome back to Parchcore Combos. I'm Maddie Mitchell and I'm your host today and always because, well, quite frankly, this is my podcast. Thank God. Jeez Louise. You take two weeks off unannounced and this is what happens. Um, yeah, fine. We can address the elephant in the room. I had a really good I had a really good excuse but it was only valid up until like last week because I was gonna say the week of July 4th just kind of got away from me it was kind of kind of hectic um but that was two weeks ago so like that's kind of null at this point oops um I guess just as always I would like to blame the weather and kind of like global warming in that sense like it's just hot and disgusting out all the time uh, I can't even imagine, I cannot even fathom living down South at this point in time in Texas. It's been, I know so insanely hot and in Florida right now, some of the water temperature is like a hundred degrees. That's legitimately not okay. That's so scary. Um, I know David Attenborough is not going to be happy about that, but yeah, it's just, it's just been hot and gross. And I, I just, I don't do well in the heat to begin with. And I, I, it just like makes me really like lethargic and I'm just like a sloth, which is admittedly not a cute look, but it's just kind of where I'm at right now. I have been, I've been on, I've been on posting on TikTok, so you should follow me on there if you don't already. It's at Matt underscore Mitch. It's linked in the show notes as always. Also follow the podcast on Instagram at parkscoreconvos.pod. And what else? I Give the podcast a, a rating or a review only if it's a good one. Yeah, that's right. I said it. <laughs> I said what some other podcasters wouldn't do. Don't give me a rating if it's bad. I'm not open to constructive criticism or any type of negative feedback at this point in time. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. Anyways, how are you? How are you? How are you doing? What if I did that thing that they do on like children's shows where they ask a question and then they they leave a long pause for you to answer. I'm going to try it out. Okay, ready? So guys, how's your week going so far? Oh, okay. That's so fun. Nice. I love to hear that. Okay. Well, I hope you have a, I hope the rest of your week starts to get even better. I don't, I don't know. I'm losing my mind. Anyways. Okay. Let's, let's just jump into it. Let's talk about we can start with um, Pass the Ox playlist. Let's dive in. I have so many songs to add, which is so bad because this is what happens when you take two weeks off unannounced. First song, Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? She really popped off with that one in a way that I didn't even know she she was capable of. And that's not, that's not like a diss at all. I love Olivia Rodrigo and I know that she's capable of popping off, but like she just kind of exceeded my expectations. That song is so freaking good. And it made me so even more excited for her album that's coming out in September. Um, cause I just know it's going to be a banger. And then also Taylor Swift speak now Taylor's version came out, which banger again, bangers after bangers and that's pretty much what I've been listening to on repeat um is speak now Taylor's version all of the vault tracks so good I'm especially loving um when Emma falls in love and I can see you so good just so good I also another elephant in the room that I by law have to address I yeah okay so here's the thing when I saw the Eras tour in May 
I saw it at Gillette Stadium night two. It was pouring rain. You know this though, because I I talk about it a lot. Um, I really was fully convinced that Taylor was going to perform Long Live that night as a surprise song for a lot of reasons. One, because it was raining and she like has a history with rain shows at Gillette Stadium that she's talked about before. And she also um, apparently, allegedly wrote Long Live after playing at Gillette Stadium for the first time because Gillette Stadium was the first stadium that let her perform there. So it was like her first big stadium show. How many times did I just say that word? I'm sorry. I'm not going to say it again. Anyways, I was fully convinced that we had genuinely and literally and figuratively and and quite frankly, the perfect storm to have her sing Long Live. Like I thought it was coming. I thought it was happening. I was so excited. It didn't happen and it's fine because life goes on. And I really do think people get too hung up on the surprise songs like like I did but it's just it's it's hard because it's like I don't want it to like ruin the whole experience of the otherwise amazing show you know what I mean so I kind of like let it go and now she simply has added long live to the set list which she did not run by me and I'm like not really okay with that I'm feeling kind of sad about it and I feel like I need to see her at some other point in time and I kind of like know that that's gonna happen no idea when no idea where but like I've just like fully convinced myself I will be seeing her in concert again and I will be seeing her play long live and I'm like really personally looking forward to that thank you so much for asking but yeah speak now Taylor's version so good um and just like I feel like I was reminded of how many bangers are on speak now because speak now at this point like before before her version of it came out I feel like I just like wasn't paying a lot of attention to because I listened to a lot of like her newer albums but such a good one and I just loved being reminded of that and then I literally last night Noah Khan released Dial Drunk featuring Post Malone which what a freaking are you kidding are you actually kidding? It's so good. I love it. Basically, the story goes that people on TikTok started calling Noah Khan Folk Malone because he plays like folksy music. Um, and he kind of looks like Post Malone in like they have similar styles of unkempt, if you know what I mean. And so people were calling him Folk Malone. And then I guess that is how him and Post Malone ended up connecting. And then Post Malone did a feature on a song and it's so good. That song, as you know, I'm obsessed with. So to have Post Malone in it, it's just, it's a masterpiece. And so you should go listen to that because that one literally just came out last night. So maybe you haven't listened to it yet. Um, yeah, so that's, th- those are like three, four or five songs that I have to add to the past Locks playlist of the week. Then we have our highs and our lows. What do I call them? Peaks and valleys. Jesus Christ, I'm out of the game. Um, my peak of the week's weeks plural if you will um I had a really good I had a really good fourth of July not in like a salute the flag way in like a eat hot dogs and wear denim overalls kind of way um I had a good fourth of July I was with uh some family that I don't get to see a lot a lot of little kids (laughs) who are family members I feel like I need to share I just wasn't just like with little kids I was with some of my like little cousins, baby cousins that I don't get to see a lot and they are just so freaking cute and we were um, on the beach the whole day or like at the beach the whole day and it was just, we ate good food. I 
ate dairy for the first time in almost in like a month and a half at that point I had like a day where I just like let myself eat dairy if you guys don't know I've I've been dairy free since May pretty much since I got home from my trip and I just like had been feeling so gross for so long and I was like waking up in the morning looking and feeling like I had just eaten an entire Thanksgiving turkey dinner like I was just so bloated I felt so gross and Um, I'd been to the doctor for like, for that kind of stuff before. And basically she was like, I mean, 95% of the time, these things just have to do with your diet. And she had suggested like, you know, you could go dairy free or like, just try out different things and basically see what works. And so I tried it. I tried not eating dairy and it, I like felt better within a couple weeks And so I haven't been eating dairy since then. I mean, I'm sure I have been. I just like am not eating cheese at all. I'm obviously not eating milk or butter. Like, and I cook all of, I I cook a lot of my meals. So I'm able to control that pretty well. But I know that like at restaurants, I'm sure there's been like butter mixed in with the things that I have, but I like don't get cheese on things. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying my best is what I'm getting at. Um, So I really hadn't had any dairy until the 4th of July and my, my parents and I were going to meet our family at a parade that we go to every year and we stopped to get bagels on the way. And usually I've been getting like a sausage and egg on an everything bagel and it is trash because it's like so clearly missing (laughs) the thing that makes it good, which is cheese. And I've only been getting a sandwich because I can't get a bagel and cream cheese, which is my favorite food. Do you know how depressing it is to know that like your favorite food hurts you? Like it's hurting you in a way that like, like that's just mean. That's just like mean and cruel and a cruel and unusual punishment. So I got, I got a, um, a bagel with cream cheese on the 4th of July because I just kind of like knew that for the rest of the day I was going to be at like a cookout and I'm like I know that I won't be able to like I'm just going to give myself a pass basically is what I was saying because I knew that a lot of the food at the place that I was going to probably was going to have dairy in it so I was like you know what fuck it and so I had a bagel with cream cheese that morning and it was really fucking good and I kind of forgot forgot about it I've also tried several vegan cream cheeses they're all, what's the word, ass. I have not found a vegan cheese that I like really at all. I like, um, they, they, at Trader Joe's, they sell a vegan borzen cheese, which is like a spreadable cheese that's like garlic and herb flavored. That's good for like cheese and crackers. And I love that. That surprisingly tastes almost identical to the real the real version of it the cheese version if you will and it's so freaking good other than that every single dairy-free cheese I have had tastes just not not even similar and it's like I don't even I'm not even looking just pump it full of chemicals and make it taste like cheese somehow you know what I mean like I'm this is it's kind of fucked actually how like we haven't been able like I don't care I don't need it to be like all natural. I just want it to like taste like cheese and I'm just not getting that from anything. Um, and I don't, I honestly don't, I haven't, I don't, what are the words I'm trying to say? I haven't been like making a lot of things with vegan cheese in it because I'm just like, I just will have things without cheese instead of like substituting. But every time that I have had it, it's just horrible. And so I've tried a few different vegan cream cheeses and all of them are so bad. If you know a vegan cream cheese, that's good. Please let me know. 
um, because I, I really do love bagels and cream cheese and it's like so depressing to me that I can't, that I just can't find a good cream cheese that works. So yeah, I ate, I ate a lot of dairy on the 4th of July. What else did I have? I had, oh, buffalo chicken dip. It was kind of great because I was able to get a lot of like my, my dairy cravings out all in one day. I had buffalo chicken dip, which was so freaking good. And then I had, um, oh, an ice cream sundae with homemade hot fudge sauce that had legitimately three different kinds of dairy in it. Didn't even know that was possible. Um, obviously on top of ice cream, which is, uh, in case you missed it, dairy. So I eat a lot of dairy on the 4th of July and I honestly didn't feel horrible. I've been taking a new probiotic. You did not ask for any of this information re my digestive life, but this is where we're at. Um, I've been taking this seed probiotic I think it's changing my life, not to be dramatic. It is so freaking good. I take it every morning. And that was the first time because I had had dairy twice, I think before, before the 4th of July. Once was accidentally because there was cheese on this sandwich that I got and I couldn't get the cheese off, but I needed to eat the sandwich for sustenance. And then another time I had a bagel and cream cheese thinking like, oh, hee hee, I'll just like have a bagel and cream cheese and it'll be fine. And it like ruined my whole day. So that being said, I was fully prepared to be like not feeling great on July 5th. I was fully prepared for that to like ruin my week kind of, but I had been taking this probiotic for like a week at that point. And I think it like really helped, which a lot of people have said in like reviews that it helps them digest dairy and things like that. So life hack, seed probiotic. Um, so that was, that was actually really, it was really good. A really fun day. What else has happened in my life? I feel like I haven't been doing a lot outside because it's been so gross out. Like it's too gross to even just like lay outside in my backyard and like try to get tan because I literally will wither away from heat related illnesses like within seconds. It's so gross. And it's also been like really, it just like every day it says it's going to rain and then it doesn't. So it's been impossible to like try and plan a day to go to the beach, but I have been to the beach a few times and that's been lovely. Okay. Anyways, my, my Valley of the week's has been, hmm, which one should I pick? I just have been kind of, I think being, I've been very, um, what's the word? <laughs> very low energy. And I don't like that. I, I, cause I'm very much like a morning person. First of all, like I have a lot of energy, like the first half of the day. And recently I feel like I have been sleeping in a lot later than I want to not. It's not even late at all. It's literally like 745 relax, but I've been sleeping in later. And then I just feel so like blech all morning. And I think a big part of that is because of the weather. It it can't be anything that I have to, that has to do with me. I'm not taking any responsibility there, but I've just been feeling kind of like low energy. And it's also kind of like when nothing (laughs) is working out for you or propelling you forward at all, you're kind of like, what the fuck is the point of this? And so that's also kind of where I'm at, but that's a tangent that I'm super not going to get into right now. Anyways, why don't we dive into this week's episode? I'm just going to do some, am I the asshole stories today from Reddit because those are always fun to kind of dive into. I'm going into these blind, which is even more fun. Um, let's just 
dive in. Am I the asshole for telling my wife's dad he can't come to our wedding? Okay. I'm Gina, 32 female. And at my engagement dinner, my wife, Zoe, 34 female, made a toast to new beginnings. Everyone happily clinked drinks except Zoe's father. He just sat there with his arms crossed, staring daggers at me. Lovely. I looked at Zoe, but she was busy talking to her brother. 20 minutes into the dinner, I overhear a conversation at the end of the table where we sat the older people like our parents and grandparents. I heard my mother say, excuse me? Then I heard Zoe's father say, it just isn't natural. I asked what was going on and and the whole end of the table got silent. Zoe's father said that he was happy for us, but he doesn't like that I'm a girl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. I asked him, what did he mean by that? And he told me our whole engagement was a joke. He actually started to look around for some type of backup. I laughed and told him if he felt that way not to come to the wedding. He got very upset and told me I can't tell him what to do and he's going anyways. I put my foot down and I said, no, you're not. For years, I had to sit and listen to him talk down on me and Zoe's relationship, but this time I wasn't letting it happen. But now I regret it because after the party, Zoe's mother told me that her family isn't attending the wedding because I told her husband he couldn't come. Now Zoe is extremely upset and has been crying since we got home. Am I the asshole for not inviting him? No, you're not the asshole for not inviting him. He clearly has his own issues to work on. And like, don't even go to the engagement dinner if you're going to like cause a scene and be like trying to tell people that are at the engagement dinner, presumably to celebrate the happy couple. If you're going to be trying to tell them like this isn't natural, that's just so fucking weird. That's literally so weird. And I don't think he should have gone to that in the first place because he clearly isn't supportive. So like, what's the point? What's the point of showing your stupid face anywhere? But that is really sad. It's sad that people are a fucking doorknob sometimes. Okay. Am I the asshole for not wanting to give my wealthier sister the lion's share of the inheritance? Ooh, tea. Yesterday, my parents sat me, 31 male, and my two brothers, 32 male and 34 male, and my sister, 41 female, down to discuss their will. Okay, so just to recap, that's three brothers and one sister, and one of the brothers is writing in. My parents informed us that they wanted to split it five ways. My sister gets two-fifths, while the three of us brothers get one-fifth each. Their reasoning is because my sister sacrificed her childhood for our family, so it's only fair she gets compensated. Okay, what does that mean? In our childhood, my father's business partners screwed him over, so there was a period where we were broke and in debt. My parents had to work multiple jobs to keep us afloat, and my sister babysat us while our parents worked. All she had to do was feed us and keep an eye on us. Are you kidding? Literally, all she had to do is... she And she's only seven years older than the next oldest. Um... So that's, that's not a lot. That's fucking, okay, sorry. Okay. Um, all she had to do is feed us and keep an eye on us. We were pretty calm kids. As if you remember this, as if you remember like how calm you were when you were five, relax. We were pretty calm kids. So all we did was play games and do our homework. It probably wasn't thrilling, but not exactly a tremendous hardship. 
I complained to my parents along with my brothers that it's insane. They want us to give my sister two fifths of the inheritance over that, especially since she's financially the best off out of all of us. She doesn't have any kids and a dual income with her partner. My parents said they're disappointed in us and said we need to reflect on ourselves. My sister didn't say shit while my parents spoke, but she texted us afterwards saying she had zero intention of taking two fifths, but we were assholes. Am I the asshole for feeling like this split is unfair? Yes, you are. And my reasoning is more so because clearly the parents are thinking that like for the parents to recognize that their oldest child, their oldest daughter was doing basically the job of a parent for the first however many years of like of these kids growing up that's insane I feel like for the parents to be able to like admit that and kind of like take ownership of that so they must be thinking that she was doing enough of an amount of work that she deserves to be compensated for that which is crazy because and like you just you the whole thing is so ick first of all Ew, just like grow up, literally grow up. And he's the youngest. So I'm sure he's probably thinking, you know, he's like the baby of the family. He probably has his own own issues where he feels like he's really special because of that is what I'm guessing. And also like, if you had a genuine issue with it, I feel like there's a way to deal with it. But to be like, turning it into like she's she's the richest out of all of us she's also 10 years older than you so you have like you don't know where you're gonna be in 10 years you know I don't know that's just like kind of icky especially because then he ends it by saying that the sister said that she had no intention of taking it but then it's like if someone's being a dick and it's like well you don't deserve that then you're gonna get defensive it's just like it's not how you handle things Ew, she should take the money and run. So also just like no respect. Are you kidding? She helped raise you and he's the youngest. So she probably helped him the most. And like he was probably the one that she really had to take care of because he's 10 years younger than her. Ew, I, ew, that's gross. Okay, am I the asshole for refusing to drive when my nieces and nephew wouldn't put their seatbelts on and making them late for summer camp? I, 26 male, recently drove my nieces and nephews, 10 female, 8 male, 5 female, to their summer day camp because my brother had a doctor's appointment and I was available. Now, I'm very strict about safety in my car, as you should be, and I especially don't tolerate anyone not wearing their seatbelt properly, and that goes double for the kids. That day, my nieces and nephew decided to be difficult and refused to buckle their seatbelts. I refused to start the car until they did. And in the end, I had to video call my brother at the doctor's office waiting room and had him threaten to ground them. We were 15 minutes late for camp. After the fact, my brother told me that he was frustrated with me because I, quote unquote, made them late for no reason. He told me that he rode that we rode in the back of our parents pickup truck all the time and we turned out fine. This is true. And and that it was a short drive. So it wouldn't have been a big deal. He said, I have a stick up my ass and I need to lighten up a little. That I have no right to discipline his kids and he just called me a bad guardian in general. He probably, he's probably right that nothing would have happened, but I feel like he's, he's being too dramatic about 15 minutes of lateness. Am I the asshole? No, you're literally not the asshole. And it's also kind of icky that his opinion as a parent 
isn't like you were in charge of them. They should have been listening to you. Like, I feel like if that were, if I was a kid in that situation and my aunt or uncle had to call my mom at the doctor's office, my mom would have been like, listen, your aunt is in charge of you right now. You listen to whatever she says. And that's like weird that that wasn't the case. And 15 minutes is not late. (laughs) Come on. We have some wiggle room there. Also, God forbid something did fucking happen because he was like, whatever, I just have to get these kids to camp and I take off with these kids and their seatbelts aren't buckled and then something fucking happens. Then what? Ew. That's okay. Let's read the top comment. Not the asshole. You didn't make his kids late. He did when he taught them not to wear their seatbelts and then asked someone else to drive them someplace. They could easily put their their belts on and got to camp, but that was wasn't their decision. Um, so true. Someone else said, not the asshole. You're right, bro. I'm a terrible guardian. I'll never drive your kids anywhere again. So true. So true. Someone said, I do appreciate that there's both the expectation of being a guardian and not disciplining children. Those two seem to be contradictory. Exactly. Because if you're saying that you're in charge of these kids, that means that you're in charge of keeping them safe. And if they're refusing to do what's keeping them safe, then you have to discipline them. That's literally how that would work. Relax. Also, it's not like, like he literally FaceTimed the brother. So he made the brother do it. And the brother told them to buckle their seatbelts or they would get grounded. So he didn't even really discipline them. He just called the dad to discipline him. People are so annoying. That reminds me of that demon child that I used to babysit. I definitely told this story on here before. I have a babysitting horror stories episode. In case you haven't listened to it, if you're new here, you should definitely go back and listen to it because it's so good. But I, I babysat this child who was actually, he genuinely did have, I think, a lot of diagnosed behavioral issues that were never brought to my attention, which is fucked up. First of all, I'm not equipped to be dealing with that. Um, and you would have known that if you had been up front with me and asked me, but I babysat this kid like once a week and the mom had bought, it was over the summer. Cause like he was in a camp, but he got out of camp early on Fridays. Like he had like a half day of camp on Fridays. So I would go over and spend the afternoons with him until his mom got home from work at like whatever, five, five thirty. And so it was only from like 12 to five. It like wasn't really a long, a long period of time. But that summer, the mom had bought like a pass to a local like public pool. And she was like, oh, you should take him over there some days like to, you know, to switch it up since you're like stuck with just this one kid all afternoon. It's not like he had he had a sibling, but the sibling wasn't home um, when I would babysit him. So she was like, oh, that would be like a fun thing to do to kind of like break up the afternoon. And I remember being like, there is no way I am. I didn't say this to her in these words, but I was like, there's no way I'm driving this kid because he was fully psychotic. Like I was genuinely afraid of what he would do if I drove him somewhere. And the pool that she wanted me to take him to was like 20 minutes away. It wasn't like right down the road. And I'm like, this kid genuinely would, I think, choke me out while I'm driving. Um, and for me personally, like that's not something I'm really into, especially when I'm just watching like an eight year old boy for the afternoon. Like that's not something I had on my agenda. Uh, yeah, I get it. Kids are assholes. Their parents are assholes. It's just, 
everyone's an asshole except for you. You're not the asshole. Okay. Am I the asshole? Canceled flight caused chaos at the airport. Woman with kids wants to cut the line to speak to an airline agent. Wow. This is kind of like an episode about parents and children. Crazy how the world works like that. It's kind of like every movie ever, i.e. Lion King. What am I saying? (laughs) What am I saying? Has anyone watched Ted Lasso? I know that the whole world has except for me. I am obsessed with Ted Lasso right now. I don't know why this... Well, because if you've watched Ted Lasso, you would know that father and son relationships are like a huge dynamic on the show. But I... My family and I started watching it recently. And now we're like basically done with it. We are literally finishing the last two episodes tonight. And um, it is such a... It is... A lot of people had told me to watch it before. So I'll give them that. But I have never seen a show that has more of my sense of humor ever. It's like there's so many dad jokes. So many puns. It's just amazing. But it's actually one of the funniest shows I think I've ever watched. And it's so wholesome. It's like the most wholesome, heartwarming show ever. And I, I've never seen a show like that. That's genuinely so laugh out loud funny, but is also like so good hearted and like good spirited. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's just so uplifting. I don't know. I'm looking forward to rewatching it all the time for the rest of my life because it's definitely, it's going to be one of those shows for me, but it's annoying that it's only three seasons. I feel like that's not enough for me personally. Um, anyways, let's get back. Let's get back to the story. Okay. Context. Everyone had to deplane and get their luggage from baggage claim and make their way to the support desk was waiting in line for 45 minutes. And I was next woman cuts in front of me. Okay. So right off the bat, we are in a foul mood. You had to get off the plane and get your luggage and make your way to the support desk. And then you were waiting in line for 45 minutes. Fuck no, I'm going home. Okay. I kindly tell her, excuse me, I was waiting in line and I was next. She looks at me and says, do you have kids? No. Then show some empathy. Oof. Airline rep felt bad and helped us next in parallel. My take is if she had taken two seconds to ask me if she could cut the answer is absolutely yes I do not doubt that being in a situation like that with kids is difficult it's the entitlement that ticked me off do not weaponize your kids like this everyone has shit going on you your shit just happens to be with kids I was trying my best to get on the next flight out quickly to visit sick family everyone has their own shit this is such a good reminder I think personally Because, okay, well, two things. First of all, yeah, you don't get a fucking award for having children, nor do you get special treatment. Like, and, and, and yeah, and I stand by what I just said. I, I do. You, that's not, like, I hate, I hate the narrative of like, well, I had, I do have kids. So it's like, okay, that was, that was a conscious choice that you made to bring those children into the world. And now, yeah, you have to deal with some of the consequences of that. And that's not to say I'm not empathetic towards people with like screaming children. I always feel bad for parents that have like screaming kids in like public places. And I just want to, I feel so bad. I do, but it's, that's so true. And also I am 100% the same way If someone, if a mom had come up to me and been like, do you mind if I, if I step in here because my kids are 
like losing their minds. Like I really need to just get on the next, whatever. I 110% would have been like, of course, go for it. But to think that you, do you have kids? No. Okay. What, like, again, do you want a medal? Like, no, you don't get, they don't have, this isn't the Titanic. Okay. Women and children are not first in lines at the airport support desk. That's not how that works. Do you know what I mean? Ew, people are annoying. And also, like this person said, they were going to visit sick family. Like everyone has their own thing that's going on with them. And you have no fucking idea why that person who's been waiting in line for 45 minutes is like, I all I too urgently need to get on an ex- the next flight. And just because you have kids, that doesn't mean your priorities are more important than mine. Ick. Just kind of ick. And I, yeah, it's just like so important that we remember, we remember that everyone has shit going on. I found myself recently, I was at, um, where was I? I don't even know where I was. I was at, oh, I was at Kohl's. So random. I went to Kohl's to return, like that you can return Amazon stuff there. And I went there and I was going to the back of the store because that's where like they have the like Amazon thing set up. And so you have to like walk through the whole store and then there's this like huge, you know, a desk set up and they scan your thing and they take your package and it's like so easy, right? And the woman back there, who's like a, just a Kohl's employee. And she was doing so much other shit. Like she was packaging up all these things and like breaking down these boxes. And we all know I've worked in retail. I get it. I don't know why I couldn't just say the word retail. I've worked in retail. I get it. And so I walk up, there's no one else there except for me and her. And she really took her time (laughs) getting, getting to me and just scanning the package that I had. Um, like she, like she really, really took her time. And again, no one else around. So it's not like there was a line or anything like that. It was just me. And she acknowledged me right away. She was like, how are you? Like, just give me a second. I was like, okay, no worries. But it probably, I'm not kidding. Five, five full minutes had transpired. And she's just standing there behind the desk, like packing something and scanning something. And, And listen, if it had been me at my retail job, I would have known okay, if there's a customer waiting there, you drop what you're doing and you help the customer. Like that's pretty standard. I would think you're not like, if there's no, there's no reason that you have to like scan that one package right this very second before you help the customer, especially because I had, I clearly had one package in my hand. Like it was going to take maybe 30 seconds. And it did when she finally got to me. And then I was, so I was finding myself being a little bit like, can you just please can you please just like turn and scan my package? Like it's really not going to take that long. And then I was like, you know what? No, that's so mean of me. Even though it was, (laughs) even though it was annoying, I have no fucking clue, which I have no clue. Maybe she was supposed to be working with someone else and they called out sick and now she has to do all this other shit and she's stressed about it. And she's like, oh God, I have to get these packages out. So the overlord Jeff Bezos doesn't fucking fire me on the spot for not getting these returns. I don't know. I don't know what's going through her head. I would. And so I was like, wow, Maddie, you piece of shit. Just relax. You're literally not in a rush. You don't even have a fucking job. (laughs) 
You can stand here for five minutes until she scans your Amazon return. Jesus. And it was just kind of a reminder of like, yeah, you just have no clue. You literally never know what people are going through. And that's something that I think we we forget about a lot because when things don't right away start going our way or stop going our way, don't go the way we want them to. I don't know the words I'm saying anymore. I we just I feel like we just get so like antsy and we're like, oh, like, come on. That's so annoying. And it's like, no, that's not how that works. Oh, God, this one's long. Are we up for it? I am. And I'm reading it. So I guess you're up for it, too. Wow. I'm seeing a lot of a lot of swear words in this one. Buckle up. Um, Okay, my male 25 friend female 23 usually goes to the gym regularly and parties a lot damn (laughs) damn what a way to explain your friend to describe your friend yeah my friend yeah she's she goes to the gym all the time and she parties a lot okay those are her hobbies love that for her lately I've noticed that she stopped drinking entirely same as smoking and has stopped heavy lifting and going to the gym as regularly as she used to. Okay. On top of that lately, she'll often excuse herself to go to the toilet, presumably to throw up. <laughs> what? What does that mean? <laughs> Someone excuses themselves to go to the bathroom and you're like, oh, bet she's throwing up. Why would you ever? <laughs> what? Is anyone else so thrown off by that? Why? why are we presuming that? Okay. I'm going to push through because I'm so confused. And I've noticed she got a bit thicker and watery. Oh my God. Hey, yeah, this is my friend. This is my friend, Sarah. She, she goes to the gym a lot, parties a lot, and she's recently gotten thicker and a bit watery. Oh, I'm, (laughs) I'm appalled. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm not jabbing her looks okay are you not it's just what does it say it's just sorry it's just something I've noticed okay her chest has also noticeably grown oh this is good because I completely forgot that this was written by a guy and now I'm reminded (laughs) that was a joke I knew it was written by a guy relax okay when we were out the other weekend I noticed she didn't even touch her red bull and I pulled her to the side to have a private conversation and asked her if she's pregnant oh why would you do that She immediately flipped out and denied it. Right after that, she went home and I covered for her when the group asked me why she went home. No, you covered for yourself because if you had told the group, oh, she went home because I asked her if she's pregnant, (laughs) then they all would have been like, okay, you're an asshole. I texted her later that same night if I overstepped and she simply replied, you literally called me fat douchebag. I never did such a thing, but I simply let her be instead of arguing. Dude. (laughs) Today, another friend told me she indeed is pregnant. And I don't know what to make of her reaction towards me when I asked her in a four eye conversation. What? What is going on, guys? I'm so confused. She is pregnant? That was a plot twist I personally did not see coming. Okay, am I the asshole? Edit. For those curious, when I asked her, I, I verbatim said, I notice you've been excusing yourself pretty often lately and we're avoiding some things. Could it be that you're pregnant? And then it says another edit. Well, this post was a waste of time, except, quote unquote, you don't do that, which is most of the replies. There has been little actual useful feedback. 
why don't you do that? Why is it not socially acceptable to ask a close friend a normal question in a private setting? Quote unquote, it's none of your business, dot, dot, dot. Like if that's the energy, you could apply that to any question ever. It's a simple yes or no slash comment thing. Are we in the 1950s still? No, we're not. Okay. Update. There's so many updates here. Update. She messaged me and we met up during lunch break. She apologized for overreacting and I apologized for if my question was intrusive. We came to the conclusion that my question wasn't intrusive and neither did she overreact. She told me she's two months pregnant and didn't think anyone had noticed. She was keeping it a secret, at least to the guy circle of our group, because she was afraid of being called a whore. That is always a classic fear that you have amongst friends. <laughs> I, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what the? <laughs> and he just like brushes, <laughs> he just brushes by this as if that's not like a huge problem. Amongst, amongst her close-knit group of friends, she didn't want to say that she was pregnant for fear of being called a whore. Uh, okay. That's why she freaked out when I asked her. And it's also why she tried to deflect by saying I called her fat. I reassured her that nobody would think she's a whore, especially not in our group. We are all very supportive and are looking forward to, to doing our best and helping her out the following months. I also showed her this post and she had a good laugh at some of the way overboard. You're the asshole comments, especially the ones that called me a pervert. (laughs) To be fair, She also said many of them put forward valid points, but that in most cases, but that they in most cases rather concern strangers and not close friends that you've shared big things with before. So after, after all, I retract my second edit. I am actually happy with how this turned out, especially after receiving useful feedback from the point I made on the second edit. Some of y'all really got too butthurt over the second edit though. The second edit to remind you is the one where, uh, he said that why would, you shouldn't be saying you don't do that because that's not helpful feedback and saying it's none of your business. Technically nothing is my business. Um, that was a fucking roller coaster. Was it not? I am, I, that's like crazy to me. Uh, that was not the way that I was expecting it to go. At first I was like, okay, you are the asshole. And then I was like, wait, maybe you're not the asshole. And then I was like, wait a minute, your friends are the assholes. And then I was like, wait a minute, no one's the asshole. So that's kind of where I land. I think it's a pretty neutral situation, except the comments that <laughs> saying that she, yeah, she looks a little bit thicker. <laughs> it's just like, come on. Um, anyways, am I the asshole for having a quote unquote baby shower and not inviting my pregnant ex? Okay. So my ex and I are currently expecting a baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> you having the baby shower. For for the baby, and you didn't invite the mother? What? I'm so confused. I'm literally so confused. Okay. So my ex and I are currently expecting a baby, and she's 26 weeks along. Oh, my God. I'm so confused. I am the last slash only person in friendship group and family in my generation and above, who hasn't had a kid yet. So everyone's quite excited and they decided to throw me a baby shower just for bants. These are clearly British or Australian people. And I just, okay. They told me 
they wanted to throw me one and ask me if we should invite my ex. I said no because, well, no. We've agreed to co-parent, but we can and should keep something separate, if not necessary to include one another. And this was just with my friends and family. So they threw me this baby shower and was honestly quite some fun. It was just jokes and bants. I'm not going to ever stop saying that. I hope you guys know that just for jokes and bants. Oh shoot. I just clicked on something else. Okay. We had a great lunch, had some drinks, treats, and gift giving. It was more of a celebratory party of me finally joining the parent club than anything. We took a bunch of funny parody type pictures of typical baby shower photo shoots, like one with my stomach out and my friends were feeling the quote unquote baby. And one of me under the baby shower banner with all the balloons and gifts, etc. These were obviously posted and my ex saw them and didn't like it, to say the least. She thinks I'm a dickhead for having a baby shower, one at all, because I refused to throw her one or help contribute. And two, without her, since I'm not the one pregnant and apparently the photos were sexist and insulting. I get it, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. I don't know. I'm going to say, I'm going to say you're kind of the asshole. I was kind of with it. I was kind of feeling like neutral about it up until the very end. Cause I was like, I mean, I guess if you like aren't together and you like decided that you were going to just kind of be civil and co-parent that like, maybe it makes sense. It does just seem so weird to have a baby shower for just a father and not include the pregnant mother but if that's I guess if that's the parent style I don't know so I was kind of like okay maybe I get this if it's just like a silly little thing but then to where you clearly say that you refuse to throw her a baby shower which is just kind of even though you're not together she's literally pregnant for nine months with your child and will be birthing your child and you refuse to throw her one or help contribute at all that makes me really sad because then it's like she didn't have a baby shower at all but the baby daddy got to have a baby shower yeah that's not sitting right with me that's making me a little sad um all right someone says I'm gonna go against the grain here and say you're the asshole oh that's interesting so did a lot of people say that he wasn't the asshole you may contribute equally to the baby's upbringing in the future but at the moment, she is doing the majority of the work, true, and would be doing it for quite some time, maybe even after the birth of the baby if she's breastfeeding. I understand that a future single father deserves a party for his with his friends and family and a celebration of his parenthood, agreed. But calling his party a baby shower, as well as refusing to invite her, refusing to contribute to her party, and parody photos that were taken together feel to be extremely in, in bad taste to me. I think she feels like OP, his friends and family are mocking her and undervaluing what she is going through and is about to go through. And I think she would be right in that. So true. So, so true. Because it is true. If you want to have a party and be like, congrats, you're about to be a dad and obviously just have his friends and family. That's one thing to have like a, you're going to be a dad party. But it's not a baby showers are typically for the pregnant party the pregnant part of that I don't know 
I feel weird about it. Okay, what does this one say? You're the asshole. You say you want to co-parent, but this is the very first event involving your child and you were already fighting slash not co-parenting. I didn't even, I really didn't even consider that. That is so true. How are you going to say you're going to co-parent, which is to parent equally and together, right? And then be like, yeah, but I get to have a baby shower and you don't. Ooh, that's not hitting, actually. Uh, You should have included your ex as this is a baby shower, not a baby daddy shower. Burn. The gifts are for your baby, not for you. Imagine when your child grows up and you show him slash her pictures of the shower. What if he slash she asks where their mom is in the pictures? You will literally have to tell them, well, even though it was a baby shower, it really was for me. So I didn't invite your mom, even though she was pregnant with you. Ooh, burn. You absolutely should have invited her and had a co-parent baby shower. If you felt you needed an additional celebration for being the father, you should have done something else, a barbecue, a vacation, a dinner, whatever, AKA you should have done something that wasn't in the form of a baby shower. Exactly what I'm saying. Like have, yeah, have a cookout, have a cookout where you guys all, you know, bring where the guests bring gifts for the baby, but don't call it a baby shower. and then to call it a parody shower when you know you told her you said don't come (laughs) you said don't invite her and you also said no I'm not gonna help you throw throw a baby shower for you that's just it's kind of I'm feeling I'm feeling bad for for the mother of of his child because that's kind of sad um that is all that I have for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Also, I'm really curious if you guys have any other Reddit threads that you know of that have good stories on them because I love reading the stories from Reddit, but I feel like the only ones that I get um, stories from is Am I the Asshole? And I I know that there must be so many other good ones out there and I've gone on to a few, but I, I, don't, I haven't been able to find anything really juicy so let me know if you know of any good reddit threads um anyways otherwise i hope you have a phenomenal tuesday a phenomenal week and i will chat with you next week bye